Oh, is there any moment that you are especially fond of in the series as it turned out? Just like this this moment, my favorite moment in my neck, my favorite gag in my neck, anything like that. My, uh, that just sounds weird. My favorite gag in my neck. Hell yeah. It's staying in. It's staying in. <laughs> the gag is staying in my neck. Oh my God. <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Pax and this is Brotakus, the show where we say that if Ranking of Kings really wanted to make Boji an underdog, they'd put that twerp in an iron lung. We believe you don't need a major in anime studies to enjoy this wild, beautiful, strange, sexy art form, and we are lucky to have you on this journey with us. I am so incredibly excited for today's guests, who have worked together to produce what is, to me, my new favorite live-action anime ever. It's called My Neck, and if you're thinking that that sounds like a strange title, Holy shit, you have no idea what you're in for. It is available to purchase on Amazon Video. It is around 10 bucks for a season jam pack with what is probably the most wonderful, ridiculous bullshit I have seen in my entire life. It is expertly produced. Uh, it's put together with so much love, care, attention to detail, production quality, and all-around talent that for the first time, I'm left saying that maybe it's not impossible to capture the spirit of anime in a live-action format after all. Uh, we have a full house today, so thank you so much for coming on if we can get you to say your name and what your role is in the production that would be wonderful starting with you director joey uh my name is joey springer i am the director uh creator producer editor um cinematographer of of my neck i am uh, weston young and i play neck kid in the in this show i'm xavier you can call me keo i'm sound producer and an executive producer and an executive production credit. That's big, Keo. Hell yeah. That's true. So a couple of a couple of Brotakus first today. So this is our first um, live action anime we're discussing since Dragon Ball Evolution. And so that that is big for us. Uh, Weston, this is the first time I have gotten I, I know somebody in a live action production that we're involved with. So it is great to see you. Weston and I did go to school together. He's a fantastic actor. We've played Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and Keo, this is the first time anybody has ever shown up to Brotakus with a fully kitted out, badass looking <laughs> Furry anime VTuber like face rig. This is amazing. I have not seen Kyo's real face yet. I do not need to. <laughs> so getting into the substance of today, my neck. A lot of people are probably thinking, my neck, uh, what what is that about? And the title is very self-evident, but Joey, I would like for you to kind of give me the give me the pitch of what a viewer can expect when coming into my neck. Sure. Uh my Neck is a live-action uh, anime-inspired web series. Uh, it pretty much takes the tries to take the essence of shonen anime and combine it into a live-action setting. Uh, we call it kind of like a parody of anime, uh, but it tells an original story with original characters uh, that are both a parody and a testament of what potentially live action anime could look like if it was a thing we call it live action anime inspired because there's no such thing as live action anime just it's not a thing but um yeah it's it's a ridiculous uh show with a lot of energy uh thanks to the incredible cast that brings such energy uh like 
our man Weston here. So, so moving on with uh, from from the aesthetic uh, itself, Weston, you are neck kid, right? So, Weston, please, if you can, lead our lovely listeners down the in, in, down the path in a journey to understanding the wonderful art of necking. Ah, well, the art of necking is everyone is born with a sigil on the back of one's neck in this world. Uh, like a JoJo star, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, different symbols represent different clans or uh, ancestral lines. Uh, and hitting the back of the neck is a becomes an art form because your, your life is tied to your neck as well. So hitting the back of one's neck uh, decreases the lifespan of your opponent. So that's where that kind of comes in. It becomes a full art form, the art form of necking uh, in full martial art, you know. And, and so what we see develop pretty quickly is that the art of necking, which in, is, is in, entirely centered on like getting to this one um, back spot of the opponent's neck. There is anime style like teleportation and, and fighting and twists. And this is all pulled together by the like the boldest and like i am uh, like i am like offended that you made this editing style work joey i am disgusted by how well this all works and how much fun it is to watch because it is the most like ambitious incredible um framing of all this and i'm really curious if you can um describe how you chose to heighten these these blows and the effects that you used in the editing process what are the things that are kind of elevating the combat of my neck that's a great question. Um, I think it comes down to the idea of what... So, uh, when you think of live-action anime, there's different, I guess, adaptations of what that could look like. And so, mm-hmm. like, thinking of, like, the aesthetic, as as you mentioned, um, I thought, like, what if you took, like, kind of cartoonish, like, uh, uh, um, what was the, the famous one that, that did it? Uh, What's the basketball movie with all the Looney Tunes? Oh, Space Jam. Uh, oh, Space, Space Jam. Jam, yeah. Things like that, taking like those kind of uh, cartoony elements and bringing it into a live-action setting and kind of like just playing with it on, a, on an indie budget <laughs> uh, and um, kind of making it like a real-life anime. You know, you, you don't usually see things like that. And uh, usually, like when you when you type in live action anime, like you do get results on like TikTok and like Instagram and like Facebook and YouTube, and it's it's usually like uh, live action stories um, centered around like characters inspired by like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and stuff, but they don't have that look, that style that anime brings. Like, there's a lot of there's too much seriousness, and so with my neck, I wanted to make it very uh, comedic, and through that, uh, the visual style that you see in it, with like you know, the neck slaps, the uh, the the uh, uh, emotion, uh, the little like emojis that pop up near near the heads and stuff. So kind of kind of giving it that comedic twist uh, because it hasn't been anything that I have seen before. Usually, it's taken pretty seriously. I, I think that that's a great point, and something that I need to give you a special props for is that the tone that you struck um, is is one in which I I think that going for straight parody 
um, you know, they, they, it's so the domain of um, there, there's so many great people doing it on on YouTube and, and TikTok. But what grounds this and makes this so special is the commitment to the the bit, the genuineness and the, the way in which this feels like a love letter to the art form and the 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 lore of the world. The, the sense of it is fully, fully fleshed out in a way where it never feels like um, watching this that I'm rolling my eyes about the uh, the the logic of the world or how things operate. It feels constantly like I am drawn into this like very magical and fully dedicated world of necking in which everybody knows about it. Some people are not very big fans of the neckists, like Porch Guy. Um, and I, I guess just coming in here actually to, to talk about Porch Guy. Uh, Joey, I googled you immediately after Porch Guy appeared because Porch Guy's running gag is calling the neckists the neckers and telling them to get out of town. He hates them, ruining the property value. Immediately, I was like, "I what? What does this motherfucker look like?" And I'm like, <laughs> second I found you, I'm like, he's good. He's good <laughs> because like this is the funniest shit. And then when elitist neck and um. Uh, I'm so sorry. What is, what is the name of the, the excellent woman? Yes. Um, neck ninja, when they like go and you beat this shit out of this, like clearly racist porch guy, um, <laughs> just really, really wonderful. So, um, I, I am curious about in developing the, the rules of the world and the way that this works. How did you find, or, or, or what did you do to work on striking that that balance of tone? Uh, that's that's a great question. So, fun fact: uh, when when I wrote the script, the initial script, it took a week to do, and that was because I had this idea for me and Keo had we me Keo and another friend of mine we had came up like this little idea of uh, of. We'll call it like the the pre-version of what my neck was before like it was written and all that. And so like I took that idea and kind of like fleshed it out within a week and wrote the mm-hmm. whole script. Um, and like to, to be quite honest, the script wrote itself. Um, I feel like I didn't even mm-hmm. like touch it or like write like think about it. Like it just all came through. Um, so like when yeah. you talk about like the balance and where that comes from, it it I don't know, God or something. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just it just appeared on paper, man. Uh, I I that's a that's a goddamn excellent question. Uh Keo, I'm I'm curious what what did you feel when you started developing this idea? Was this like a a co-creation process? Was this just two friends riffing and like bullshitting about this this idea? What was it like for you? Um well, at first it was it was definitely like like we were just kind of talking shit mm-hmm. and like <laughs> we just nice. <laughs> we were kind of like reminiscing about like high school and like grammar school yeah. things that 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 came into play and then like we started getting really into the idea of making it cuz cuz we always have like these little ideas and we're like, "Yo, we should make that into something." Mm-hmm. And this time we were like, "No, we're actually going to freaking do this." <laughs> and, then, and that's how it became a thing at this point. Fantastic. And now in in the same spirit, Weston, how how did you land the role of uh, of of neck boy of neck kid? I I saw the ad I think on Facebook uh in 2019 I was about to graduate from college mm-hmm. uh, and the first thing I saw of job opening I saw was for live action anime uh lead actor neck kid this age range and I was like 
I got I gotta see a script. This is insane. <laughs> yes. Um and I just started started getting into anime that year as well. So which kinda drew me to it too. And then I get the script in my hand. And I think the audition script was uh it was just a scene between Neck Kid and Alita Snack. Uh one of the first early mm-hmm. scenes between the them training. Uh and I'm just laughing my head off, reading that with my I think my roommates. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, or my girlfriend, she's still my girlfriend. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, and we're laughing. <laughs> we're like, is this, should, like, are, is this good? Are, are we going to, should you audition? And I was like, I don't, I don't know if it's good or not, but I really want to meet this guy uh, <laughs> who wrote this. Where did this come from? <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I was somehow drawn to it. Like, I don't know why, but I was like, this is really fun. I feel like. I could put a lot of energy into the character. Uh, mm-hmm. And because it was live action, it was it, it wasn't just me having to voice act. It wasn't just me having to uh be crazy. It was like, no, you're actually developing a character, but still bring that heightened energy to it something. Uh and that was really what drew me to it in the end and uh why I just enjoyed auditioning and then getting the part was I, I don't know what I was expecting, if I was expecting to get the part, and I don't think I was expecting to get the part, but when I did, I was like, okay, I'm fully invested, let's watch Naruto. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so Joey, what was the difference maker? Why did, uh, why didn't, why didn't Ness- Weston uh, land Nekakid? Oh my gosh, he is Nekakid, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was a no-brainer, um... Uh, Weston walked in and uh, his his audition blew me away. Uh, it just, I was hooked. I was like, he he left that day and I was like, yeah, he he, he has the part. There's like, <laughs> I think we had other auditions that day too for Net Kid. And I was just like, yep, that that's him. <laughs> Hell yeah, booked and blessed, yeah. man, booked and blessed. And and in, so in terms of the rest of the cast, Marcus and then the rest of the people involved, was that was that all done through a casting call? Uh, yeah, so it was a very uh, similar casting call to what uh, Weston seen there. Uh, kind of just put it out there for all the different characters and got quite a bit of uh, different responses. Some some of the people who auditioned were also like live action anime. Like, what is it? How am I supposed to re- like act this out? You know, such a such a weird thing. Um, but yeah, we had we had uh, quite a few uh, interesting auditions. <laughs> Loved Weston's though. He 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 blew my mind away absolutely nailed it killed it <laughs> which is hell fun. yeah when we did get on set uh i don't think i still ever fully understood until i actually saw it uh, mm. edited together but just us talking trying to really nail what you had envisioned in your head and what i had got gathered from the script and my own study uh and trying to balance character study with the physicality and matching it all together i'm so glad it came together because i was still nervous in the end i was uh not really i was just kind of anxious about it like is this gonna be good am i uh doing a good job being an anime character but also being myself in in live action so i'm I'm, I'm so glad it did because uh not that i was nervous about joey or any of the crew or cast it was just like what is this going to look like because i don't think anyone but Joey really had a clear picture in their head of what this is finally going to look like. Yeah, and that that very much reminds me of Star Wars. If uh, if you watch any of the behind the scenes interviews with like Han Solo and uh, or not Han Solo, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill, uh, they, they very much said the, the, a very similar thing. Where they're like, we're doing these things, we're talking to this like giant dog and these like robots. Like, 
what is this going to look like? What is this going to sound like? And then they seen it and they they enjoyed it. It became a a, a classic. So uh, it's that's that's funny that you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. It was funny. We just made my roommates to prepare for the interview. We uh, we were all like, let's watch it again, and. <laughs> we were watching the, I think the post credit bloopers and stuff, and they're like, uh, I think the same thing. You're just like, you are Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's very <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Role you were born to play. It's your Hamlet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Keo, working with the the audio and the co production, were you um, were you recording like just like handling the, the the boom and stuff, or did you contribute to sound design as well? Uh, well, both. Mainly because, like, when when it came to getting certain shots and certain sounds, mm-hmm. like, like you know, a, as a sound guy, I have to pretty much go everywhere. Right. So, like, I'm I'm like behind bushes. I'm in 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 holes. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like full of sand everywhere. Like it's it's so much stuff. Like I just had to do so. Like be whether whether I'm far away or 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 close up. So like yeah, uh, it it revolves around sound design as well as just you know holding the boom mic for you know an hour above my head <laughs> and uh, something something i was so struck by was the overall professionalism of this production it is something where at every step of the way the 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 taste that was demonstrated in terms of like the very highly saturated color balance making everything pop like a, a great anime would the really really crisp audio everything being captured so damn well and then the sound effects matched perfectly point to point moment to moment with these swings here i am really interested in joey the background of I, this this is called uh, your production company is real digital glitch uh real life glitch entertainment real life glitch real life glitch entertainment and i watched um in preparation for this because like nardwar i got to know it uh aura the last film that i was able to find on the imdb i think uh from 2017 and it had what was definitely a prototypical neck master involved in that <laughs> um but what wasn't really clear to me and what I was confused by is that it was still very interesting. It was very, very funny. It, it, it was de- definitely dealing in some of the same um, aesthetics. The level of production quality has skyrocketed from that to my neck to the point where like my neck felt to me like it had a whole, whole team behind this editing process instead of just you. So I'm kind of curious how you pulled this off in the two-year period. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I would say uh, lots of persistence. Um, I kind of just locked myself away for like two years and <sighs> and, and, and worked on the thing. Um, I'm like one of the few people in the world in which COVID, like at least a part of COVID, positive, positively mm. affected like kind of like my, my situation um, due to like work ha- um being furloughed for a while, having all that time to to edit while technically getting paid and, and stuff like that. So um, it, it's a blessing in disguise on my end, but um, just a lot, a lot, a lot of, of, of editing um, and sacrifice too, because uh, I like sacrificed a lot of uh, uh, valuable time that could have been spent with like family and friends and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but it's it was a thing that I really, really wanted to see come to life. Um, and so like at the time, I think I was also editing on a very crappy computer too. So that kind of so slowed the process down too. Uh, I did upgrade. 
which did speed things up a bit. Um, but yeah, two years of editing. Um, I, if I had a team, it probably would have came out much, much sooner. So I think mm-hmm. we, we started in, in 2019, right? Was it? Yeah. 2019 yeah. of shooting. And mm-hmm. we just released uh, 2021. So yeah, two years. Um, so yeah, it's just with one person. Uh, takes much longer than it would with the team. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm curious about what was your like education or, or training background to get here because to direct and produce and, and you look like a, a younger guy and and edit at this level. I'm kind of curious where I mean, did you go to school for this? Would have you worked on like many, many, many films before this? What, what was that like for you? Oh, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, I started off in like eighth grade, just loving uh, film and stuff like that. Uh, I did go to school for for film in both high school. Uh, I went to Buffalo Academy for visual and performing arts. Um, I did, to be honest, I didn't really learn much there. <laughs> mm. uh, but I did like meet some uh, some cool people and like establish valuable friendships. So that's always great. Feel very similar about college, going to school for film uh, in in uh, going to school for film in college. I uh, did learn some things here and there, but to be quite honest with you. All the like visual effects, at least from that side of things, like uh, the editing, the technical stuff, actually came from like YouTube. Just, just figuring out like, hey, I want to, yeah, 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 like, hey, I want to try try to achieve this effect. How do I do it? And then YouTube is a great like starting place. So, highly recommend uh, if you're a filmmaker or just really any artist in general, YouTube is your best friend. It's like a free school. Yeah, absolutely. Weston actually learned to act off of YouTube, and what? so that that Seriously? is. Seriously, ev- <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Weston's Weston's excellent. He's done a lot of he's done a lot of fantastic things. Just breaking, just breaking my friend's balls. Um, speaking of speaking of breaking balls, there was a, a a pretty heavy ball kick in here, followed by an immediate disintegration in my neck. Um, Weston, the combat training for you, and you're 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 engaging with um, combat with such combat aficionados like uh, John Cristiano. I am curious, uh, what what was the experience of bringing to life such outlandish choreography while still selling it and making it feel so good? What how how, how do you feel like you work towards that? Um, that was interesting because on set that was like uh, a back and forth between us, like. Uh, trying to like incorporate other styles because we always have sometimes we'd have a guy in set uh to do a fight who's like oh i'm a win win chung guy i'm a long fist kung fu guy mm. and we learned lots of different styles of martial arts and i think incorporate a lot of them too but then also doing the very slow-mo uh long hits and uh just or just flailing at points <laughs> so it was wanting that balance of really good uh or I want to say good, but uh, very traditional film choreography versus mm. uh, anime choreography, uh, which was just a really heavy balance. And trying to get that was, well, something I don't think anyone's ever done before, really. Uh, so it was a lot of it. This was just breaking new ground, and again, just mm. trusting Joey's vision of no, no, it's going to look good. It's going to look good. And I'm like sitting there slowly moving my hand and or my whole body really slowly <laughs> trying to sell the slow yeah. motion. Uh, 
with like epic neck yeah, yeah like <laughs> so so damn good um keo I'm, I'm wondering if you got any highlights from the production in terms of seeing things pre you know pre-edit as these things are happening in front of you any highlights you could remember from from your time on set of just the the ridiculousness that you must have witnessed uh so like different different like fight scenes were some of the the funnest times like going from when uh neck hit fought the the first thug with you know and him bringing out you know special tools or whatever and then and then you go to another scene where it's like where it's like everything's everything's fast in the first one and then the next one everything's slow or you know some some kind of mix with, between them mm-hmm. and it, it was just it was just always like uh, like like this I don't know what, uh, what pandering or something like to each one. Like it, mm. it, it was never the same. Yeah, and that, and that, that's probably my favorite part. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And in, in the 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 variation that went on was so clear. I'm I'm curious, uh, Joey. Did you like storyboard the shit out of this thing? Because like doing so much in post, I got to imagine that you had like. It, it feels like you had a really clear vision for like every single shot. Was that your experience or was there some like movie magic that I'm giving too much credit for? Um, technically nothing was storyboarded. There was shot lists. Uh, I can't draw and okay. I don't know anyone who is going to sit there and draw out drawings for like a, uh, a near three hour show. So I mm-hmm. pretty much came up with every shot and like, uh, some of them made it in, some of them didn't. Some of them we actually collaborated uh, as a team uh, to like get to mm-hmm. work because like you have these ideas in your head, and then you get on set and you're like, no, this it, it doesn't work. So you got to figure out a way to make it work. And so like while like most of everything was uh, storyboarded, shot listed, um, some of it was kind of like on the fly. Uh, Weston talked a little bit a little bit about the fights. Uh, the fighting styles. Most of it was made up on the fly. Uh, that's one thing I, wow. I kind of wish. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which was really cool because we got to collaborate with a lot of uh, really talented martial artists. Um, mm-hmm. I would have liked uh, to come up with like the fighting style uh, beforehand, but it unfortunately just didn't work out that way uh, due to time constraints and stuff like that. But um, on, on that end, I think things still turned out well and it was just it was really fun just kind of coming up with things collaborating with uh with everyone on both like the different shots and like uh the different fighting styles and stuff like that so if that answers that Mm. question yeah i think totally i'm just i i'm still flabbergasted i and i think it's because um you know, I, I, I may have grown up on Long Island, but I spent like a decade in Western New York going to high school and then college. And the I, I've been involved in. Oh, and actually, I think I, I might be assuming here. Where where was this filmed? Uh, where wasn't it filmed, guys? <laughs> it was, <laughs> <laughs> but was it like a general uh, geographic area? Yeah, it, it was mostly around Western New York. Some was uh, some of it was shot in Buffalo, some out in mm-hmm. uh, was it Attica slash Orangeville. Where, yeah. where the majority mm. of it takes place. It's like this weird border um, where we were at. It's actually our church ground um, that let us film this. I don't even think they know exactly what we filmed, <laughs> to be quite honest <laughs> with you. <but laughs> they're just like, yeah, we know yeah. You, can, you can use the property. Go ahead. Just make sure you lock up at the end. And uh, Bro, you that. said it was an act of God how it came together. <laughs> yeah, that was true. why. <laughs> 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 um, okay. else, uh, we but, shot 
Was there any other I'm trying to think? Oh, in Niagara Falls. Uh, we shot a couple scenes in Niagara Falls, which was, yeah, mm-hmm. at, uh, at Billy's uh, studio there. Yeah, the- oh, yeah. Just because the, the general point I was going to throw out is I, I've been involved in plenty of uh, uh, films, short and long, in Western New York, and the, the scrappiness of it. Granted, there's fantastic filmmakers out there, but I've been involved on some like real messy, chaotic sets where, okay, hey, there's you're really just kind of working your way through. You got to make this stuff up on the spot. And I cannot stress how well this worked through the grace of God for my neck because it really it really doesn't feel that way. And I think it's a testament to the editing that um, it came together like this in terms of the um, the selling the the genuineness of all these lines weston there are there are certain things like um when the neck counter is introduced uh so so in the art of necking when you're fighting and trying to hit the back of your opponent's neck each hit does like borderlands or like rpg style like a minus number next to them on in their like neck life point total like it's yukio and only when you see the math, like letting you know that they're on the last point of their neck life, do they disintegrate <laughs> and explode in a cloud of dust like fucking Sonic <laughs> rings. Um, and this is all explained to you, <laughs> like the the way that, the way that this is written, Joey, of the 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 just the the grossly direct exposition from the neck master at the beginning of just like remember about the neck counter, remember this is. Scored like a punch, you know. I've seen it my life, man. And and <laughs> just Weston, I need to know how did you sell this so genuinely? As someone who wasn't crazy experienced with anime before, what what was it like providing logic in selling this? Because I know a lot of less brave actors that would just bullshit their way through it, would like not believe in the end product. How'd you get there, man? I I don't know. I I I think I it took a lot of takes. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I remember breaking a lot. Maybe not on the exposition stuff, but uh, definitely on the like very goofy stuff where, like, I chucking cabbage at the other actors. I'd break all the time. Mm. Uh, but uh, and it helped doing the uh, finally recording the audio after filming completely, and we were just in a sound sound studio for filming all the uh, recording all the audio for the lines again. <laughs> And the voiceovers, mm. but yeah, on set doing all that, the exposition and and making it believable. I I think I from like the little anime I had watched and uh, the instruction I had received on uh, from uh, my professors who I just graduated. So I still had all my notes and stuff still, which helped mm. on set. I could look at my notes and be like, okay, this is gonna gotta really believe this. Gotta sell it through the energy. Uh, and that, I think that helped a lot, like actually not not approaching it like a cartoon um, mm. and treating it like uh, treating it like Hamlet, uh, but and not treating <laughs> I get what you mean. No, I get what you mean. That sounds it, insane yeah. to someone who doesn't have like the training, but you're you're completely right mm. that. The I feel like your your performance won me over, and I think tied it together. And as Joey said, you are neck kid, um, because you didn't treat it with like special um, anime gloves. Mm-hmm. You you understood the assignments. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> 
well. And when you, and when you're acting across like Marcus screaming <laughs> like you were four hours late to fucking practice today, there's, there's just these little indulgences where my neck it, you're it's normally not rolling its eyes at itself. The, the the meta commentary there, it's like you're aware of the tropes, but normally there's not like a winking to the camera. But little moments like that, and the extreme amount of profanity from Elitist Neck, the it's just, it's, it, it, re- it really feels like the perfect blend of like you showed so much restraint with like the the, the level of memory you could have experienced and then when you just let go it's like a swarm of locusts <laughs> i loved it yeah so good anyway sorry go go ahead no, Weston. i kind of a monologue just because i like the show so much I'm, I'm gushing too much no you're exactly right it was just a a labor of love in that just finding that balancing act and uh finding the proper the the time to let go but also the time not to let go mm-hmm. and i didn't want to be like a schmackty or uh it's just a term we used in school a lot are like i wanted there to be those meat and potatoes i remember you saying that a lot back in school uh i wanted there to be that real connection to the character and i wanted that but i also wanted it to be silly and he was obviously someone you can just like laugh at like what a dumbass uh but yeah. he was like oh he's a lovable <laughs> dumbass and i i genuinely attached to him and that's what i tried to bring to the character not just uh oh he's just acting like a dork like you see guys like that on youtube and they'll make funny skits they're, i can tell they're having fun but you know they're not in the shoes of the character, they're not really acting, they're cosplaying or something. And I didn't want mm. it to be that. I wanted it to be an actual real person there who was a meme at times, but still had genuine connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I would love to hear, just because I know I have specific moments I could gush about so much, starting with Keo, is there any moment that you are especially fond of in the series as it turned out? Just like this this moment, my favorite moment in my neck, my favorite gag in my neck, anything like that. My, uh, that just sounds weird, my favorite gag in my neck. Hell yeah. It's staying in. It's staying <laughs> the gag is staying in my neck. Yeah, whatever you're, oh whatever you're ready. <laughs> uh, um, I was thinking about it while Weston was talking, and the first one of the first moments that always pops into my head is the first time uh, Talika, Weston, and. Uh, elitists all get like really serious mm. like like before everything goes down and like uh when we were shooting that scene after one of the big fights it was like like it went from like something like really funny and crazy to like this really emotional moment and that was my, that was probably my favorite day filming as well as like 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 watching everyone shift so dramatically between each scene was mm. just really amazing and i was like i was just really glad that we had these three as our main because it was just it was beautiful the entire time that's such a fantastic answer and I'm, I'm really glad that you brought home the the pathos of the show because it, it's not all gags there definitely is that at its core um joey i know asking a director and writer to like pick his favorite is he like pick your favorite kid but do, do you have one that stands out uh, <laughs> One, the only one that just, uh, well, there's like tons and tons, uh, but uh, hearing Keo speak, one of my favorite uh, 
things from my neck would probably be the end scene of episode three after they fight Will. Yeah, uh, the guy uh, with the goggles. Yeah, uh, the, the yes, the the, the, the neck, neck brace. the neck braced guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. When yeah. when uh, Elitist Neck Kid and uh, Neck Ninja all come together and uh, they kind of like debrief. <laughs> The moments between the three of them are easily, like, my favorite, uh, and that particular scene has them, like, go back and forth with each other, and it just – it displays their characters and personality of each actor, like, so perfectly for the character, and it, like – I don't know, man. It's 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 magical to me, seeing it uh, all come together, like, being there – um, you know, you're doing different takes, so it's like it's mm-hmm. you don't know exactly how it's going to come out. Like, uh, um, like sometimes, like it's it's not going linear, like in a timeline, like when when you see it on the show. Um, so like mm. you're doing takes, you're like going, you're backtracking, you're doing take, uh, repeating lines from like two hours ago, that sort of thing. Uh, but like seeing yeah. it all come together, it's like uh, it, th- that part's like really magical, and seeing the three of them kind of bounce off each other. Uh, is easily my favorite thing. I want I want to see more of those three together. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, uh, uh, Weston. How about you? Aside from, or if we're just talking on screen, because I think some of my favorite moments were just uh, behind the scenes and not just the cast, but also all the crew just becoming just this uh, family for a summer mm. and a half. Mm. Uh, that that and no, those moments. Are so good, and so of them, so a lot of them made it into the show, which is probably is my favorite. <laughs> Seeing the end credits and also the the intro of all of the wacky stuff I was doing to either like get into character or practice be or just practice being that kid. Uh, and uh, uh, Joey, you were filming that. <laughs> uh, those were uh, so funny, but also, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, some of the scenes of. The three of us, uh, either debriefing or training, were really good. Uh, I think one that was my favorite, though, because I just just stopped or just stopped and watched it was uh, when we're fighting the king. And, or spoilers uh, <laughs> when we're <laughs> the last fight, uh, mm. and he I call him racist. And he's like, I'm not racist. I don't like different. I like. I don't like specific neck types. And I'm like, oh, so you're neckist? Oh, and then I have that realization. Oh no, wait, no, that's that's what we. I, the whole thing just breaks, and I have you have that like the roll the eyes moment at that. And that was probably my favorite because I I've been like <laughs> going over that. Thing. Yeah, I've just been going over that like in my head. I remember that week just obsessed with that line and like thinking about how we're going to read it and i think we read it like five different ways on set but that came together like chef's kiss perfectly <laughs> i love it it's probably my favorite that, that gets me a genuine laugh every time <laughs> still yeah yeah this is filled with just so many so many great moments like that and it, talking about things that weren't in the script that made it in uh weston had told me that the the flower pot scene with the the porch guy um was uh not scripted but made it in joey I'm, I'm i'm wondering do you have um any memories of like any more things that they're not in the script but you saw it happen you saw the improv and you're like that has to make it in i would say that's a good question uh 
been like staring that at it for so long. That was very complicated to try. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember exactly like, <laughs> what was improv, what was scripted at this point. I remember uh, a few of them because I did it a lot. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like the, oh, there's the golf ball line. Uh, oh, the golf ball. The yeah. Part, the, there's the, also the scene when you drag Talika off uh, <laughs> off set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, we were just watching. I could not remember why I do that. I think she couldn't be there. It, it was just random. You- no, there was a, there totally was a reason. It was uh, um, I think she couldn't be there the next day that we we're filming, and we still yeah. needed like the like you guys to still be there. So we had to like drag her off set so that we they, mm. that way we could film Alita's oh, neck and the last guy's uh, mm-hmm. final battle together. And so you wouldn't see her in the background. And so then when <laughs> then we put her back. <laughs> That's what I thought, but it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. There's so a good. reason for it. <laughs> I, I, I want to give a shout out to to like the rest of the, the main ensemble cast who played like uh, Ninja Neck, uh, Neckmaster, and Elitist Neck. What what are their names as actors? Because they were fantastic. Yeah, so Bill Reynolds plays uh, Neckmaster. Uh, Marcus Thompson mm-hmm. plays Elitist Neck. Uh, Talika I'm terrible with her last name. It's uh, Set Chan, I think. Sorry if I messed that up. I'm terrible with names. Uh, she plays Neck Ninja. Uh, Mike Michael Cowell plays Porch Guy. Yes, Alexandra Welch, Welch yep, <laughs> plays go. Jules. Jason John Beebe plays Tim. Chris Fortin plays Will. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Because we we although it like we had such a, like a small cast. There's still so many people that were in it. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. make sure to give everybody a shout out in the description, definitely, because just really fantastic work. Um, I, I specifically uh, wanted to focus on the moment that I was like fully turned from is this is this show going to just be um, some like some silly bullshit versus like, <laughs> is it going to become something incredibly special was the, the moment of episode one. It's not quite a spoiler to say, cause it's such a trope, but um, the, the tragic death of, of Neckmaster of uh, Neckmaster as I believe it's that elitist neck is on the ground, having been uh, uh, like uh, G rushed by John Cristiano. And um, he's about to be completely eliminated. Uh, he is about to take the death blow and master neck blocks it not with any his hand or his leg blocking the blow he chooses to block it with the back of his neck also (laughs) and when i see that he is teleported behind uh marcus when he's teleported behind alita's neck and he's he's blasted the own back of his neck off and that that suddenly what we've never seen before the math equation appears and it's well known that it's like oh the algebra only shows up when you're gonna die (laughs) I so why this made it why this transcended it to becoming a special thing is that then um, the the neckmaster explodes um, as as those who lose their last neck points or wants to do um, and the performance from Marcus legitimately like mourning and yelling over neckmaster was incredibly affecting mm. was incredibly affecting and this was obviously a brilliant acting choice by marcus and there's a lot of great acting choices in the show but i think that this was also a really really smart directorial choice from you joey because choosing to allow there to be these anchoring moments where the world feels real it it watching this it feels like you're a kid again and you're giving yourself permission to play you're giving mm. yourself permission to like be uncynical and enjoy this thing and have fun and it, it, this made anime magical in a way that it it 
when you become a a, a jilted old degenerate crusty uh uh weeb <laughs> like myself um it rarely is and so again just huge kudos because really really excellent thank yeah, you i appreciate that i was gonna say uh, one of my favorite moments was nick Matheson's death with both marcus performance uh and mind like trying to yeah trying to make that not a meme or anything but that genuine uh sadness and mourning was insane on set because i remember him and i uh prepping ourselves because we often talked about because uh we often talked about like acting techniques and getting into character mm. and like that and we were both like feeling very heavy after that those scenes uh yeah. dealing with that and the scene after that when we're on the we're on the dock and he's he's he'll, he'll adopt me uh the thing with that and we were both very heavy hearted and spent after those scenes which um mm. was such a uh, not the word but uh, a credit to marcus as, as an actor absolutely mm. Yeah, and it's just really excellent work all around. I, I can't be effusive about this enough. Um, as as we're kind of reaching uh, towards the the end of the interview, I gotta say, Joe, you would you would mention that you would love to see these characters again. Is there ever a chance that we get my neck too? Um, or is it on to, or is it on to different <laughs> pastures? Is it more like maybe maybe you'd love to work with the actors again, but there are different ideas you're working on now? Who uh, I don't have any official statements on that. I would obviously Fair love enough. to to continue the story. Uh, I would love to see all the actors come together, whether it be for this project or another. Um, this was easily working with everyone. It's easily my favorite project, my favorite people group of people. Uh, Weston said it best when working on this. Uh, it didn't just feel like we were a family. It felt like a, a, a like one giant team as well. Like we were a family, like working towards a single mm. goal. Um, and uh, I think the the end product, in my opinion, uh, really shows testament to that. Um, just because everyone put in so much time, work, literal blood, sweat, and tears to make the thing happen, mm-hmm. and uh, we we definitely formed like a bond, a family around that. Um, but yeah, I would love to like work with uh, everyone who is involved again. It was uh, such a enrich, enriching experience um, to me, very, very personal, uh, and I, I cherish every every single moment we had on set. I still think about it all, and, and that definitely comes through. And the way that you all are interacting, we've had people who've worked on the same project um, before on the show, and I can already sense a lot of like love and comfort from you and, and like a, a genuine friendship between each other. And that's like really, it's really great to see that you all came together so closely on set. Oh, I do. I do want just a huge credit to Joey. Uh, the balancing act of like, like that scene, the Lion King where like a mouse is like holding up uh, a city of, or something like that. That is mm. what Joey did on set. He, got us lunch he produced everything he scheduled all he balanced all of our schedules uh was filming he was the director uh he was dping with no assistance practically uh and bring not just this act the cast together but he's balancing this the schedules of all the crew getting makeup on set getting the pas here uh and while while holding the camera the whole time. I remember him doing lunch orders in one uh, with one hand and holding the camera with the other. Like, <laughs> I don't this, remember that. I don't remember you doing Like, on multiple yeah. occasions. <laughs> <laughs> while also getting a sunburn. Uh, 
And I think, like, once in a while, he's like, hey, can someone hold an umbrella over me? Because <laughs> we were out in the sun. Uh, my gosh. But yeah, or, yeah, like, uh, sending us to go have lunch while he needs to finish the scene. Uh, just mm. the amount of dedication not all of us put in, but especially Joey. Like, a huge praise to you, my guy. No, thank you. I, I appreciate that, Weston. That means a lot. <laughs> that That's kind of the one, one of the best... Um, uh, closing lines I could hope for that expression of gratitude and, and kindness, Weston. Uh, really good shit. We love positivity here on Bro Talk. I, I like that a lot. Let's go edit together real nice. Um, so, so everybody, rounding out today, again, I personally have like 9,000 questions I want to ask you individually about just the, the, the choices in production. This this is so good, and I really hardly recommend everybody out there, please go buy my neck. <laughs> like, this, this is well worth it for the price of admission. You're getting like three hours of excellent contact available on Amazon Video. It's so, so good. But uh, ending off today, considering that this is all about kind of the, the, the love for anime and the passion the aesthetic i'm curious if there is one show one anime that you love that you could recommend for somebody to watch a thing that whether it's well-known hidden gem what would it be and uh keo i'm kind of curious i haven't heard from you in a while if, if you got one on deck the the one that, that always comes to mind that i ranted and raved about for like a year and a half maybe even two years is uh called your lie in april mm. it's it's one that if you really love music, if you love like seeing like a lot of passion in a project, like that's definitely in my top three of anime of of all time. That's the, I think that's the favorite anime of one of our other co-hosts, actually. So fantastic choice. I haven't seen yeah. it. I got to watch it. Um, uh, Joey, you got one? Uh, I'll, I'll say two. The obvious one, Naruto. Go watch Naruto if you haven't already seen it. Uh, the second one, um, I don't, it's not really a hidden gem, but people that I talk to, uh, they just haven't watched it for whatever reason. Uh, Soul Eater, mm. I don't even see merch for it. I don't see anyone talking about it anymore, but, uh, I, I just finished it not too long ago. Um, it's easily one of my favorite anime now. Uh, the, 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 the cast for it is, it's like my neck, the anime almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> At least in terms of the character and in, in, in the tone of it. Uh, yeah, go yeah. check out Soul Eater. It's great. I do want. I do want to see an anime adaptation of my neck. Now that you mentioned that, like I, you know, maybe, maybe we got to get the Kickstarter well, going for that. We have awesome. it already. It's called Attack on Titan. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a one to one adaptation. It's a one to one adaptation. Uh, Weston, I, I know you're 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 newer to this weeb life than uh, the rest of the gang, but but what do you got? Give us that fresh pair of eyes. Uh, my first anime that like is still my favorite, and I still haven't finished. It's uh, um, Fairy Tale. That like mm. is the anime that hooked me. That gets me to cry every single episode. Is uh, Violet Evergarden on Netflix? Mm. I don't know if, if not, not a lot of people have seen it yet. Mm. Uh, but tearjerker every single episode. I, I it's hands down like the quality was just amazing. But I, I've expanded my horizons since uh, the show and or since my neck and have have watched all around host club that's one of my favorites too. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> good taste all around i gotta say those are some great recommendations and y'all it has been a absolute pleasure having you on i want to make sure that the people out there know where to find you so whether it's uh where they could find you on social media upcoming projects kind of want to know what you got so people can support you uh, uh Keo, you got anything you want to share i know you mentioned you were starting streaming soon uh yeah um i normally stream in the evening uh i'm at uh 
Kyo Takashi at on Twitch and uh stream I try to stream usually every night. I dance and I kind of fuck around in VR. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I got to say, you got to you got to see this VR experience because it's fantastic. This has brought so much joy to me to do this. Uh, Weston, where can we find uh, I'm at at the underscore Weston Young on all my social platforms. Uh, and you can see a lot of my upcoming projects on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, upcoming, I've soon to be released a short film Goldenrod, which I'm really proud of. Uh, keep eyes out for a vampire horror flick called Bloodfly. I think those are the ones that come to mind. But I got a few things upcoming. But those, those are the Paladin. Two. Oh, Paladin. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. Paladin the Brotherhood. It's a medieval web series uh, that's coming out later this year. Uh, hell yeah. Maybe. Hell yeah. Is that something you're involved in, Joe, or you're just something you know of? Oh, I just I, I see it all over uh, my, my Facebook and Instagram, and it looks so good. I can't wait to see it. I've seen the, uh, the pilot episode, and I'm psyched to see the rest. Yes, Paladin is out right now yeah. on YouTube. But yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations oh. on being booked and blessed, Weston. Weston, the quintuple threat. Fantastic <laughs> stuff. And 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 for uh, writer, editor, director, producer, lunch provider extraordinaire, Joey, the the amazing work you put into this, it can't be understated. Where can people find you? How can they how can they support you? Um, support us by buying my neck currently on Amazon. We would love to make more of it, <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find us in our other projects at uh, or on YouTube, Twitter. I think we're on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just type in Real Life Glitch Entertainment and that's where you'll find all our things. So go check that out. We do have a project coming out or not coming out. Uh, can't announce it yet, but there is something in the works. That's as much as I can say. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I like the mystery. I can't wait to check it out. Uh, damn. Well, Keo, Weston, Joey, thank you all so much for coming on today. This, I, I am such a genuine fan of yours, all of the work that you put in. This has been so fantastic. So thank you all so much for coming on. This, is, this has been a blast. It really has. Thank you so much for having us, Pax. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's a yeah. blast. Thank Absolutely. You. Overjoyed. So with that... It is it is closing time. Time to close up shop, gang. So heading into the outro. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting app or a review. Leave a comment and a like on YouTube. And if you really want to help the show, the greatest thing you could do is share it with somebody you think would like it. It really does make a difference and we appreciate the support. But I w- what I, the support I would appreciate more is if you get out there and buy my neck immediately. <laughs> this show slaps so fucking hard. Please, 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 please. We need to get some eyes on this thing we need to see at least a neck ova at least a new my neck movie some 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 type of content it it truly is a wonderful special thing and 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 i i I can't recommend it enough so with that said all right i'm pax and this is bro takus see y'all next week bye (laughs) the bye is always like a weird thing i don't know what to do it's just a music outro but i always feel the need to do something extra i cut out and post but <laughs> Get your neck. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs>